welcome to episode 74 of How You At You. It's your girl Shanice from K-Pop Bot. And Shay from The K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K news, your own pop opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. So let's sit back, relax. And let's get it started. Yes, so our very first segment, per usual, is Hot Topics, aka BBC Shanice. So Shanice is going to give us a rundown of the hottest K news that's come up over the past week or so. So Shanice, spill the tea. Okay, so first, fire breaks out in boy group Tan's practice room. Oh. So... Yes. At 4.50am on the 19th of March, a fire broke out on the first floor of Tan's practice room building. According to Fink Entertainment, Tan had left two hours prior and it has been reported that there were no casualties. The members are currently carrying out their scheduled activities without any problems. Although they were unharmed, they are currently very worried about those who suffered damages because of the fire. I guess they mean like building and stuff because there Mm. were no casualties so tan are a seven member idol group that were formed by nbc survival audition show world idol and they made their debut this month with do 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 so i think this group has like random idols from different groups and then they made a group kind of like a produce 101 situation yeah that kind of situation i think i know there's like like someone from Teen Top is in it, oh. and I'm gonna say someone from C Clown. And if C Clown doesn't even ring any bells, that's like going back. Like C Clown yes. was the group that DPR Ian. DPR Ian was in yeah. when he was an idol. So yes, that far back. <laughs> um, so yeah, I personally haven't heard their debut, but I don't really watch shows. So I wasn't even really aware of this group until now. So, but glad everyone's okay with that situation yeah moving on big bang they have finally announced a date for their comeback so yg entertainment announced that big bang will be returning on the 5th of april midnight kst which will be their first release in over four years they have already dropped their first visual or first photo teaser the photo picture teaser so it's actually happening it's, it's going to happen so that will be next month to so keep your eye out on that this is very i don't know why i feel nervous for them like, yeah I'm not coming back but i actually do because i feel like for most people that are into k-pop now this will probably be their first big band comeback and they probably want to see okay what's all the hype about true they can't be that they can't be that good <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah and that's so um, soon april 5th oh my. yes oh God. it's very soon i don't know what to expect i don't know um, <laughs> i hope it's good <laughs> i hope it slaps i hope it's different but i hope it's familiar in a way but i don't mm. want it to be the same like cookie cutter no no offense to to teddy like no offense to him but like we don't need like the big drop in the chorus and three words on top if you get what i mean yeah like give us give us something different what and kind of style do you think it is like do you I hope it will be i hope it's nothing too slow because mm. the sun's coming out and everyone uh, needs to yeah. shake that ass <laughs> um <laughs> 
I think like a good summer anthem would be good. A good upbeat. I hope like GD and TOP could like do the the whole back and forth thing. Um, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like their other songs. I can't think of mm. of a song to be like mm, maybe something like this. Like I really do want something different. Like I feel like. They've been in this business for a long time, so you know they could try something different, something new. But still, it's still them. It's still like Big Bang. Yeah, and I hope they don't like because obviously they're at like a really deep, not deep, but like they're far down in their career. So I'm assuming they would have some creative direction and be able to speak up about certain things. Well, they always had creative direction, especially GD. Mm. Because GD, I know GD and TOP write their own stuff. GD produces as well. And True. That's not what worries me. I just hope it's not like, I don't know. I don't know why I feel nervous. Like, this is not my comeback. This is not. It's not I hope they don't me. try to, like, make a trendy song. Like, I hope it's very much so them. I, I hope they don't try to, like, merge yeah, in. With I, the, I want yeah. them to make a song that everyone else wants to then copy. Yeah, so then yeah. we can get on here and be like, oh, be original. <laughs> because like everyone is trying to impersonate what Bang Bang Bang, um, Bang 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 was and like that yes. vibe. So if they can just start a new wave and like give something new, I think that would be cool. We'll just have to wait and see what that is. Mm. And hopefully this won't be like their last comeback because I don't know, I feel like I'm getting vibes, especially from TOP anyway. He's slightly over it. <laughs> I, like, I'll do it mm-hmm. because I want to do it, but don't think this is going to be like a yearly thing because mm-hmm. I just want to sit at home in my weird styled sofa and look at my art. Vibes. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And last but not least, CLC's Sungyun and Yeon have parted ways with Cube Entertainment. So Cube Entertainment shared an official statement on the 18th of March announcing their departure from the company because of the expiration of their contracts. Uh, Sungyun and Yeon debuted as CLC members on the 19th of March 2015 and their last group release was in 2020 with their song Helicopter. So this will make them now the third and fourth members to depart the group following um, Ilki in February 2021 and Sean in November 2021. But the gag is, Shay, mm-hmm. Cube hasn't officially disbanded CLC. Don't lie. I don't know why. And I've realised it's not just Cube. I've seen this with other companies. It's like they don't, I've never really seen many companies just like disband a girl group. They will wait for them to like physically leave. And then it's just like, well, they've left. So my gosh. I, I doubt that they're, to, I doubt they're going to release anything together. There's never no big, okay, we know we're all not going to resign or we know that, okay, this member, their contract is up before ours. So let's do one last big thing last comeback last whatever to say goodbye like close that chapter and then part ways it's just like 
this member's left, that member's left. It's like, all these members are leaving, that like, there's no one in the group anymore. Oh, God. Like, just give us closure. Just disband them and, oh, God. <sighs> I don't know what Cuba's doing, but there we have it, guys. That is Hot Topics. Hot, hot topics. If there are any stories you want us to talk about or you want to comment on any stories that we have spoken about, then you can hit us up on socials at you at you. Okay, moving on to our next segment called Say What? Where you send your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, stories, what tea, all that jazz. You can send that to howut at gmail.com. That's howut at gmail.com. Or you can submit a form at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you at you. I just want to say because we be popping our inboxes, we popping. <laughs> we do see you. We will get to you. We're not yes. ignoring you. But you know, there's like an order, so we're trying to do them in order. But yeah. Anyway, Shay, take it away. Okay, so our very first unpopular opinion for today is some of these people that call themselves quote unquote fans are so disgusting. I was so shocked when I heard that there were pornographic fan-made videos involving stray kids chan like what would possess someone to do such a thing one it's disrespectful and inappropriate to the artist two the majority of their fans are minors yeah i feel like there's always going to be that small percentage of weirdos that do weird things and I personally haven't heard of this in the sense of someone made a fan-made video of some of um, Chan. Mm-hmm. But I, unfortunately, have seen some... I, I, don't, I wouldn't even call it fan-made. I just feel like these people are nasty. Like, yeah. I've seen videos made of... I don't even want to say of who, because I don't want people to go, like, look it up, of different idols... Basically, they just put their face on a, a pre-existing video. Like, um, um, what's it called? Like, deep-facing? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, obviously, yeah. like, those people aren't fans. I think that's... I, I don't know what the dictionary definition of a fan is, but I guess a fan is someone that's going to support a personal organisation or a platform in a positive and respectful light, and there's nothing positive or respectful about that. Like, there's a... There's a clear line of things that are and aren't okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It is. And if you do see anything like that, just report it. That's the yeah. only thing that you can really do. Exactly. It's, mess- it's, it's, it's messed up. Mm. Like Shanice said, just report it. Try not to... I know everyone has their curiosity and you might want to understand the scale of an issue or something that's happening, but we wouldn't advise going and trying to search these things up or trying to find them. Um, but just beware, especially on platforms like Twitter and stuff. I don't know where mm. the Twitter regulations are, but I always hear about <laughs> crazy things that go around on Twitter. So be careful. And yes, a lot of like when it is disrespectful and inappropriate to an artist, but the majority of people in these fandoms are minors. And one, it's not wanting to expose minors to inappropriate content like that. But sometimes it's also minors making these yeah. pieces of content. A little bit crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a sticky one. Yes, um, don't do that. Um, our next unpopular opinion is, 
As a foreigner that lives in Korea, one thing that I really hate is how many people stare at me. I understand that I look different, but it really makes me uncomfortable. Maybe you're just really sexy. Maybe you're beautiful. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it is. I just think, I, I don't know so much now because the last time I was in Korea was like a while back now, but... I don't know if you're just used to seeing your race or whatever in your own little... Because I don't, I don't know where you are in Korea. Yeah. But if you're not in Seoul or whatever, and if you're just used to... I don't know, I'm black in it. So if I'm just used to seeing black people and, I don't know, this random white person is walking around, I might look. I, I don't know. I It's different because I probably wouldn't stare. But I, I, mm. I get it. Like, I understand, like, oh... Who's that? <laughs> like, yeah. Because there's like you... polite staring and then there's like staring like where you feel like you're kind of being judged or like it mm. isn't pleasant staring. And I understand because like me and Shanice, we haven't been to Korea for a while, but I know when I was out there, people do look at you a lot, but it's for different reasons and you can kind of yeah. tell. Like some people are fascinated or they're in awe of you or some people like look at you in sort of unpleasant or unfriendly ways. So I can understand why you would feel uncomfortable if you feel as though um, people aren't looking at you in a positive way. Yeah, and plus I feel like each country has deals with staring in a different way. Like some yeah. countries that don't feel like staring is a big deal. It's just like, I'm looking at you, so like, I, it's, like yeah. I have eyes, I'm just looking. Whereas I guess with more Western, like, well here, the US, whatever, you can't if you look at someone a certain way you, do you want to fight like what you're looking at like, i don't know when i was in when i was in korea i had a few people staring but mm -hmm. i didn't know if it was because one one i'm very small so maybe it's just like oh my gosh like she's really small two she's so tiny right two believe it or not i'm black so it could be that or three at the time i had purple hair so it could be like who's this crazy lady with purple hair i'd be staring at you too <laughs> so <laughs> it could have or it could be a combination of all three I, I i don't know but to me personally it didn't really it didn't really bother me that much because i didn't really pay attention to them i just mm. went about my business of course like i don't feel maybe i was oblivious but i don't think anyone was staring at me long enough to make me feel uncomfortable mm. or if they did I would kind of like distract myself. I'd be on my phone or whatever. Like if I'm more like on the subway or a place where we were confined in a place for too long. But it's not like I went to a restaurant or something and people were staring or yeah. And no, it's, it was sense. and it was usually older Koreans. Yes, yes. So I don't know. I feel like once you <laughs> pass a certain age, I'm just like, oh, they don't know any better. I know that's not like that's that's kind of flawed because like you've been on the earth longer than me. You should like educate yourself but like yeah. i don't know i feel like once you're a certain age it's like ah oh, they don't know i just let them stay <laughs> yeah i know yeah, that's true and i guess yeah it, i can understand how it can make you feel uncomfortable but this whole conversation reminded me of a tiktok i saw a few days ago and this mm -hmm. guy came to london and he was like, why is everyone, like, so rushy and sad here? Like, I smiled at someone on the train and they looked like they <laughs> went to fight. So everywhere's different. Like, everywhere has different cultures um, or things that are normalised. But, um, no, we're sorry that you feel that way and hopefully things improve for you. Um, but, yeah. And, and then, it's just probably because yeah. you're hot. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah. Be delusional. <laughs>
Um, okay, and then on to our last unpopular opinion, which is new girl groups aren't copying Blackpink. Their companies are following trends set by Blackpink. I don't have an issue with that. Disagree, disagree, mm. disagree. Because they're not copying Blackpink. They're copying the four minutes, the the twenty ones. The twenty ones, yes. The, the all those the girls' girl, generations. The, the yes. girls' generations all merged into one and then because they saw um i guess what happened is blackpink is kind of the epitome of this concoction in a way but not mm-hmm. really because i really don't see, i don't really don't see it to be honest but i think i think it's also a generational thing because mm-hmm. that like it or not blinks don't come after me love the girls Blackpink was just an ISO update from <laughs> 21. Like, it's true. a lot of, correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of, like, the Blackpink songs that they had were initially meant to be 21 songs. Some were, yeah. Yeah, some, some of them were meant to be that. And that's no disrespect to the girls. They hold their own, they have their own colour, but they were formulated off of what 21 were doing and that aesthetic and that vibe. And they came at a time when we were sort of looking for that girl group superhero to take over. Like, yes, there was the other groups doing their thing, but there was like a very obvious void left by 21. Mm. So they are like the new gen version of that aesthetic and need. And are there maybe standards that they've set or trends that they've started? Sure. But I think when we just generalize trends or impact to... um. Blackpink or BTS, we sort of miss the bigger picture of the people that came before them. But even, but even still, when I see these new girl groups, and of course, we've personally have this had this conversation on mm-hmm. here before about, you know, I've said countless times, I feel like with some with some girl groups, you could take Mary out of X group and Sarah out of Y yeah. group and switch over, and I wouldn't notice. I don't think Blackpink Blueprint. I, and even if I think that also in male groups as well, I don't think BTS either. I just yeah. feel this, uh, as you said, this generation. Oh, oh that's not like grandma. This generation. <laughs> kids nowadays. <laughs> these kids, these idols nowadays, they don't know music. No, it's not that. It's just I feel like everyone is too busy at looking at what everyone else is doing. Yeah. And not looking within. And I'm not saying that some of these songs or releases that certain groups are releasing is not true to them. I feel like that's why I sometimes feel disinterested into venturing into new things. And this may be just me being a grandma, Mm -hmm. but because it just feels the same. And I really do feel like back in the day... As we've said before, you'll go to different companies or even you'll go to different groups within a company for a different feel. And even if there is an overarching trend, for example, I don't know, like electro dance music, everyone is still doing it in their own way. A group may have an electro dance song, but they have somehow infused rock into it because their influences is rock. Mm. Group B may still have a dance electro song that has that same element, but because 
there's a very strong vocalist. They may have a weird mid part where this Mary's doing a big belt in the middle and it breaks down into an R&B song. Mm-hmm. They're still following the trend of the time and what's happening. But it's in their own the color. But it's yeah. still their own color and it's still like niche to them. It kind of feels like if, I don't know, Shay was a really popular YouTuber and this certain way is working for her where she tells story times mm-hmm. and she likes to draw. I can't then try and do story times and like to draw because, or in the same way as Shay anyway, because that's not me. I'm, I'm Shanice. Like even if I still want to draw and do story times, I will still have to find my way of doing it. Hmm. And I feel like that's, that's my issue. That's my gripe. So when I look at these newer girl groups or newer boy groups or whatever i don't necessarily see ah they're trying to bite off blackpink or oh they're trying to bite off bts or they're trying to bite off this particular group Mm. i just feel like every companies are too busy looking at what's this person doing what's that person doing and yes that is still a part of it because it's a business you still need to be aware of what's going on in your industry like i'm not saying close your eyes and be stupid be dumb about it but i feel and again i could be wrong because I haven't really looked into it, into it, but from what I see, it just seems like too be too many people are too busy watching what everyone else is doing instead of worrying about what they should be doing. Because I feel exactly. like the last unique-ish group for me, I would say it's probably like Mama Moo or something. Because mm. I feel like Mama Moo just does what Mama Moo does. Yeah, they like, have a very blatant color, and I think it's it's like this could be a longer conversation for a different episode no let's have a conversation (laughs) i'm screaming but like i think it's company based as well because even though esper technically fits into the bracket of like that girl crush concept i feel as though esper has their own color like Mm -hmm. they do things the esper way which kind of makes them feel older like i don't feel as though they're like just trying to hop on this trend like they have their own color they can delve into other spaces yes luna's a good example so there are really good examples but sometimes we see these like groups that are just pumped out that are very like cookie cutter you're not getting much from them and you could interchange the members and yeah i i don't know it's kind of sad and like we already said sort of come back to the unpopular opinion yes blackpink have their color in my mind but i can't i wouldn't say yeah, it seems like X, Y, and Z are trying to copy Blackpink. Yeah, it doesn't feel like that. Yeah, when I see, like, some of these newer girl crush concept groups, I'm like, oh, they're trying to do an Esper. That's what it sometimes feels like to me. me. For me, sometimes it feels like what they're trying to do, actually, if I really deep it. I feel like they see the popularity of Twice, and they see the popularity of Blackpink, and I feel they try to merge the two maybe Mm. that's what i get but i don't know if this is a thing of because there's so many groups being pumped out or now that the global globalization of k-pop we see we're more privy to seeing more groups um debuting at once right because back in the day i guess you would only not only focus but if you didn't know where to look you would only know of the big they yeah. used or from mm-hmm. the big big companies is what I mean yeah so I don't know if it's because of that we just we see it more and maybe when you it's it's less risky 
when you're debuting a, gr a group just to follow a certain trend or whatever to mm. get their name out there and then slowly you know shade them into whatever color they want but true it might be a thing of like trying to get into the limelight quickly mm, because i think saying it's that mm -hmm. sorry to cut you off but Go saying on. that i still think within a debut i should still be able to tell who this group may be or who they are mm what's yeah. making them unique because if, if everyone's just gonna merge then what's the point yeah what's the point and like what's the benefits of liking one group over another one if they mm. feel very much the same yeah I, I get it and it might that like this is a topic that probably has quite a few different layers to it because there's also in my opinion I feel as though it's easier for a boy group to debut with a unique concept than it is for a girl group why why do you think that um like I don't know. I feel like if a boy group came out tomorrow and they were more of like a rock vibe, but they tapped into pop as well, I feel like people would still go after it. But if a girl group came out that was like too, too unique or like too different, people wouldn't connect to it as much. They would have their fandom, but I don't feel as though it'd be properly appreciated mainstream. And we see it with so many girl groups that have come out already with their own sounds or they're a bit different or a bit more unique or a bit more out there. They don't get the hype that they deserve a lot of the time so maybe companies are like is it worth the risk or should we just basically make a tiktok k-pop group that we know is going to trend they're going to be easy to put out there and people are going to eat up straight away um yeah i don't know yeah, yeah. i don't know it just it smells like misogyny to me mm. to be honest because yeah. i feel like sometimes girl groups have way better songs yes and it's it just people not listening but then i i think oh if xyz boy group had this song y'all be lapping this up <laughs> you be drinking this up like mm -mm, this tastes good yeah so it'd be nice if that space could widen and it was a bit or what fairer. we need is kind of like what with twice when they when they were on that 16 show or whatever Maybe we need a more behind the scenes, which I think bigger companies do. And that's what kind of what BTS did as well, right? Like Pre-debut. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. You could see the makings of these groups. Not necessarily that's a really, like in, no, in a that's show, a good point. but yeah. like, for example, I don't know if me and you had a group, Shay, maybe, maybe we might just start on TikTok just messing around joking around i think whatever, that's like a really big point that you've made and stuff like that and then you know that's how people get connect especially with exactly boy groups, I mean, that's how you know people get connected with the people behind i think that's like product. another thing with this like generation the, generation might be an extreme word to use but i feel like even though we did get some background into blackpink i only ever like learned more about their overall training process and stuff after watching their documentary that came out yes. what a year ago i feel like blackpink onwards and correct me if i'm wrong but we very much so started seeing more ready to buy groups like they were just made and we didn't know much about their back end which sort of leaves the empty gap of wanting to connect to them, wanting to see their come up, wanting to understand their struggles and not saying everyone has to have a sad story, but people always connect to 
groups people. or artists or people on a way deeper level when they feel as though they can relate to them. Like, oh, like she had to train for X amount of time or this is what she was like before she debuted or he debuted or whatever. But I feel as though we started to just jump through that process. We might be told that X company is going to release a boy group next year. And then we would just see the boy group release and not really get the in-between of their process or what day-to-day life was like for them or I, that's a huge part that feels as though it's missing in my opinion. Yeah, because I feel like especially if we go back to like the early noughties or whatever with Western groups and they would sometimes come out like that, you wouldn't know where's what the background of mm. a certain group was from. But I feel what the difference is I feel back then we would have magazines and stuff and have fun facts about Shay. And you'll slowly, things will slowly be revealed to you. And because there wasn't social media like that, you'd be excited for those things. But I feel like that doesn't really work now. I feel like there needs to be something. It doesn't even have to be a day in the life. You don't even need to go that deep. But just that you're on our radar because even if you even think back to sm or whatever you you could say sm are quite close in a sense of you know that these idols but you don't know them like you know sense. just enough to keep you happy and content yeah. <laughs> yeah. so i feel like even with sm right before nct they had like the sm rookies so mm. you'll have like Taeyon will pop up in like featuring red velvet's thing and You'll see the odd dance video or you'll see this. Like, it doesn't even have to be anything super personal. Yeah, it doesn't like, have to be intense But you're just or, like, aware long, yeah. of their existence. You're exactly. aware, oh, this person's really good at dancing. This person has a beautiful voice or Like whatever. you sort of get a feel from for them before they even debut. And now that I think about it a bit more, it, do, it doesn't feel as though it's just a k-pop thing i also see it in the west as well mm-hmm. where people are just having and it's not saying we don't want them to because it can be life-changing for people but it feels as though they're having their come up overnight like there's no process there's no struggle they they're never gonna have like their awkward funny era like there are so many groups that we know and love and we love them because we connect to when they first debuted like they were quirky they had like their funny moments or they had their awkward moments or the mvs that the whole fandom feels the same way about because they're kind of cringe whereas now everyone comes out with like their hollywood level grade amazing music video that is and I'm not saying it it kind of sounds bad like I don't want anyone to struggle but we don't feel as though we're growing with them yeah and that's another thing that that's a good thing that you brought up because it reminds me of the whole YouTube analogy too sometimes there are certain YouTubers or certain channels where their content is polished from day one and their content is great but it doesn't resonate with people because people love to watch growth. People yes, love to go yeah. back, even three or four videos back, and be like, wow, that video was a mess, but I love it because yeah. I can see the growth from it makes them this human. video yeah. to this video. But on the flip side as well, I feel like the reason why certain groups may come out, whether that's in K-pop or the West, will come out polished or they will present themselves in a certain way because of this whole, I don't want to be, I don't want to say the wrong thing, nothing, uh, I don't want to be cancelled. Mm. Or there's like less space to grow because people nitpick at 
some not everything is of course there's certain things that are worthy to be nitpicked at but there's I feel like there's sometimes there's, there's not really much space for you to grow yeah, yeah. and sometimes I feel like especially K-net netizens they can be very picky they can be very scary <laughs> about the littlest things like oh my gosh I didn't like how this person bowed mm. it was very disrespectful yeah. I don't like how this XYZ scandal happened with this noodle company. Oh my gosh, I can't believe Shay's eating those noodles. And, and I think girl groups and like female artists are more penalized than yeah. male artists. So sometimes you see male artists that like sort of take more liberties or they're able to show more of their self or have their crazy moments. Whereas I feel as though female artists are sometimes more like penalized and people sort of nitpick a bit more. So that, yeah. Misogyny. <laughs> It's all it comes down to. Mm. Yeah, so hopefully things will improve in that area soon. But we'd love to hear what you guys think on any of the unpopular opinions that we've discussed just there, especially that last one, or if you want us to extend this conversation. We're also hoping to have some more guests on the show. So if there's anyone that you'd like us to have this conversation with, um, let us know as well. And now it's time for our dilemma. So Schneez, if you want to read it for us. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> No, thank you. Okay, so no high, no nothing. Okay, you are rude. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to answer. Please say hello. I'm joking. Okay, it says, I can't stand the people on TikTok at the moment that are using the Korean word me, nigger, as a way to attempt saying a slur against black people. Like, I literally saw this one Korean guy say something along the lines of, imagine try explain what nigger means to an African-American. Like, we're not stupid or incapable of understanding that other words exist in other languages. I also have a friend that makes these kind of jokes. I know that he doesn't mean it in a malicious way, but I don't find them funny. He tends to call me my nigger. Sorry, I just pulled this face. Um, I don't like it. How can I explain that I'm not okay with it without seeming hostile? No, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Shay. I'll, I'll, let, me, let me say something here. So as he said that, you should have pulled him up right there and then. Okay, maybe I'm, I'm a different type of person because everyone can't be like me and I can't expect my expectations on other people because that's, that's wild. But yeah, that's not... That's, or... Or if that's not you, yeah, if you're not like, okay, you can guess you could say that's confrontational or whatever, rolling my eyes, but just act dumb. Because when someone has to explain they're a shitty joke, they they feel stupid because it's not funny. That's so bad. Okay, wait, so the first part of this, so um, the whole TikTok situation, I've been I'm seeing annoyed. this go around as well. That's, um, do you know, Shay, sorry. So I'm sorry that I'm cutting you off, but I'm sorry because... <laughs> It's actually annoying. She's triggered. Because the, the reason why the, that treasure song was trending mm-hmm. on TikTok in the first place is because of this interracial couple and the Asian, I don't know if she's Korean, but the Asian um, girlfriend was like, nigga, 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 pointing to her black boyfriend. Oh, God. That's how the song started trending in the first place. And then, of course, other people jumped on because they're like, yes, it's, even people that don't even listen to K-pop or... or yes, all like, the locals like, found it. They're like, well, I'm not saying it. I'm, I'm saying I. I'm saying me. 
One, like, what's the obsession with saying the N word? Get over it. We're in 2022. What? What? What's? What's the fascination? Why do you want to say it so like, much? Why? Like, what's the reason? Two, I'm aware. I have. I didn't actually see the original video that you're talking about with the age, the interracial couple. What? Like, it, it. It doesn't make sense. I don't think it's funny. I don't find it entertaining. It doesn't make sense to me. I also saw the video of the person i think this this person's referencing and he made a video like oh imagine trying to explain what nega means to an african-american like it went on and i'm like people aren't dumb yeah and there's african-americans and other black people because just want to let you know like there's black people all over the world this is another thing i'm sorry i'm going on a tangent yeah but it's actually quite annoying that there's a lot of people that are very ignorant Black people don't reside in two places, which is America and Africa. We reside all over the place. And even if you do live in America, it must be so frustrating if you're a black person living in America and you're not even African-American. Like, why do people assume that all... (sighs) And then why... And why... Again, I know this is not the point of the dilemma, but why are African-Americans that have been in the country for centuries, for ye- they're Americans, right? They've been in the country for years. Their ancestors have helped build that country. And they can't just be like, I'm American. We don't go, oh, you're European-American because your great-great-great-great-great-great-great-granddad was from Scotland and he immigrated over. No one calls you European-American. You're just American, so why can't they just be American too? I, I, all of what you just said, yes. Like, it just, just doesn't make sense. Like, how can we basically have, like, some of the most advanced technology make advances here and there, but people can't just... It doesn't make sense. But back to this. One, I have multiple issues with these types of people and content. Like, one, you're just doing it for views, Two, mm. you're doing it because it's the closest you can get to saying a quote-unquote bad word or something scandalous without being penalised because technically you're just making a joke or trying to educate people, which is, is not needed. Um, three, the guy that I think sh- this person's talking about, he actually turned off the comments on the video of and it was still up when I saw it. And I was like, okay, interesting. Um and it it doesn't it doesn't make sense. And I did see actually one good video um, about it that someone had done, and this guy was explaining that like was the obsession of wanting to say a slur, especially for people that have never experienced being called a slur or anything offensive. Like why mm. why do you have like this whole fascination of wanting to say it, or even some of the Asian people that are using it um as a way to make quote-unquote educational videos when you're clearly not you're just fueling the fire and getting your five minutes of fame like it just it doesn't make a lot of sense um and then onto this second part that's not a friend in my opinion no. like not to be extreme but it's not that's extreme not drop this not person sorry yeah. <laughs> i'm actually angry because okay as i do you know what if you're not for me as soon as that was said said i'd be like that's not funny Mm-hmm. Like I understand all friendships have their own nuances and some things that are okay in your bubble that wouldn't maybe be okay with the wider public. But your friend would know what is and isn't okay with you and by your reaction and 
how you feel on certain things. Like there might be things that me and Shanice would say to each other that we might not say to other people because we get it internally, but we mm. also are aware of what is and isn't okay to say. And that's that's not okay. But the thing is, the thing is, Shay, that's that's the thing. Like I wouldn't insult your culture. That's what I mean. I would, like like that's not something I would go for. Like there might be edgy things I might say like, oh, your nostril looks fat. I don't know. That's not really edgy. But you know what I mean? Like, physically or whatever. No. Which would... No, I'm sorry. If you're not confrontational or if you feel like you still want to be friends with this person or they keep doing it because it seems like you still want to explain you're not okay with it. But I, I don't mm. know if this person still says it because if it was just a passing thing and you never said anything, I, you're going to just have to bring it up and be like, you know what, I still feel some type of way about you saying xyz but if it's like an ongoing thing where that's how your friend greets you now and you're like oh my nigga right act act dumb like i don't get it wow what do you mean well well technically it's not grammatically correct so i I don't understand what do you mean yeah no some people are just built different me personally understand everyone has their reasons and nuances within a relationship but that isn't a friend to me that like that's quite disrespectful just be like what do you mean what do you mean when someone has mm. to explain a, a rubbish joke or whatever it's not funny <laughs> it's, mm. what do you mean what, what does that mean i don't get it well you know uh no i don't, I don't get it no it's, it's not giving i love i don't think you understand i love doing that to people when people call me aggressive but where what how am I aggressive? What did I do? And then they can't explain it because I'm being assertive or I'm saying a certain thing and I know I'm right. <laughs> and you are right in this situation. Watch people squirm when you're like, explain what you mean because I don't get it. Act stupid. Because if you want to act stupid, I can act stupid too. Being denial. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, no, don't do that. But a weird thing, and I guess everywhere has their own cultural differences, but I've heard through videos and different pieces of content, in some places in America, some other like ethnic minorities, so people that aren't black, sometimes feel entitled to saying the N-word or making some of those jokes because yeah, they I've grew up that. in black areas. And I that still doesn't make any... I'm, I'm still confused. I personally don't agree with that. But I don't agree with it. Your if your friend says you can call him that, then call him that. Don't you do can't it. bring that out to the rest of you can't. I'm sorry, you can't be then bringing this out to the to me. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, yeah. it's a big no for me. I'm sorry. And all, I'm sorry. I'm talking to all the black people. They're like, yeah, 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 but it's fine because you know we both grew. No, you need a slap as well <laughs> because you're uh, I'm just ancestors yeah didn't go through all this hardship yeah for someone to call, still call you a slut no absolutely not no it's ridiculous. you need a slap yeah. as well um yeah so i guess our final verdict for your dilemma and thank you for sharing because i don't know if this was a hard thing to share but um call him out on it or either like shani said act dumb um but nip that in the bud because that that's not okay and also, to some extent, we're not responsible for everyone's actions, but I feel as though if we don't sometimes take the liberty to correct someone, we're sort of okaying them to do it with other people mm-hmm. as well. 
So you sort of have that responsibility to make sure he doesn't do that to you and not to anyone else. Yeah. Okay, yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh my gosh, but yeah, that's the end of that. Thank you for all of the unpopular opinions you guys sent in and this dilemma. And if you guys want us to discuss anything else, remember that you can leave them anonymously on Shanice's website, which is kpopbox.co.uk forward slash Hallyu at you, or just send them to us on socials because we know you like to chat on the TikTok in the comments. Um, and now it's time for On the Radar. So we're going to let you know if there's been anything on our radar, so anything that we're watching, listening to, or anything we want to put you guys onto. So Shanice, what's on your radar? Um, why is Jay Park everywhere? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then literally, he was with um, Stacy. Yeah. And who else was he with? Uh, he was with someone else. Was it Soyeon? Might have been Soyeon from um, from G Idol. Okay. So what are you doing? <laughs> he, he no offense, down. and this might be a terrible comparison, mm. but. J Park gives very much so young JYP. I was about to <laughs> say this. Like, <laughs> I'm like, mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, that's the tweet. <laughs> um, yeah, anything else on your radar? Um, I think there was like this clip going around that's becoming viral, this girl group, and they had this song called Opera is Trash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I agree. <laughs> Retweet. <laughs> and then I think there's meant to be a comeback from this girl group and they're meant to be like really sexy. Like oh. like the titties were out, the ass oh. was out. Mm-hmm. I can't remember their name off the top of my head. Um if I find it, it'll probably be in the episode dump, so have a look on Instagram. But it was given sexy lady and yeah, show me them titties. Oh my god, <laughs> this episode is definitely getting flagged. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's been on my radar. Um, I saw Uncle Jay Park as well, watching a business proposal, loving it so far. I think another episode is meant to come out today, so I'm I'm loving that. It's giving everything. I know you're not a big K drama girly, but it reminds me of like the K dramas that came out like mid 2010s. Yeah, I remember you saying that. And I love that. I love that for me. Yeah, I, there was a new girl group that I think is coming out of the, or they've come out already. And I'm not entirely sure if they're actually in the K-pop realm, but they were giving very K-pop and everyone seemed to look East Asian. Maybe I shouldn't be profiling people, but um, I think they're called XG or something. Oh. Um, so I'll probably keep an eye on that. Um, I think... Uh, P, this is like my my own news segment. Apparently, P One Harmony had like a concert that got cancelled or something, and I know a lot of people are upset about that. Cause some people had to like I saw fly something out. Like that. I don't, yeah, I don't know if it, I don't know what concert it was. I just saw there was a lot of fans that were upset. Yeah, I, saw, I think something like their crew, one of their crew, got COVID or something. Yeah, and they oh, that would. That would be so upsetting. Like that's so sad. Obviously, everyone's safe and everything, yeah. but yeah. I know a lot of people are quite upset because they had to travel from far or catch flights. Um, mm. So hopefully that all gets rectified. Um, I'm pretty sure Red Velvet are meant to be having a comeback. Yeah, I think they have come back. Yeah, something. I think in... there's a there's a video out now. Really? I need to watch that. Like 
today. <laughs> it's like really? <laughs> today. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that's all the radaring, I think. Yes. Yay, radaring. <laughs> But anyway, guys, that's the end of the episode. Thank you for listening to How You At You. And remember that you guys can send us any of your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, or requests to um, kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you at you. It left my brain for a moment, but that's where you can send it to. <laughs> or you can send them to us on socials. Yes. So I've been Shanice from Kpop Box. You can follow me if you want. <laughs> I'm still loading. I'm still pending. It's hard out here for a pimp. Um, <laughs> but if I'm not on social, so I'll be here, innit? But yeah, follow me, Kpop Box underscore or just Kpop Box. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and I've been Shay from the K Way. You guys can follow me on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube. There's stuff on there. Yay. Oh my gosh. But yes, guys, until next time, we will holla at you. Bye. Bye. Bye.